Welcome to Reach Out Radio. Our mission is to share stories of those members in our community and their journey to Jesus. Follow us on Facebook, YouTube, and OrchardChurch.life. Share us with a friend, and don't forget to tell someone about Jesus today. Hey, good afternoon. Um, this is Ilian Minter, uh, Reach Out Orchard Community Missions. And one of the topics that we thought might be kind of cool to start to address would be leadership. Leadership is a tricky, tricky topic because um, it involves uh, different styles. There's different leadership philosophies, what works, what doesn't. When your um, leadership in your home, is it different from leadership in a you know a business? Is it different from leadership even in um, a ministry? Right. So um, something to think about there. It's a hard topic to cover. And a lot of times, you know, there's different disparities to it. So leadership can come from um, a very stern concept of like fear, control, accountability and demands. Right. And uh, for me, um, in my experience as a business owner, and I have been a business owner for my gosh, my guess would be probably now 22 years of business ownership. Um, I'm 45 years old. I still have a ton to learn. Um, but it's been about, yeah, that many years of business ownership. And uh, I like to convert the model from like fear, control, accountability, and demand to more of a role of motivation, respect, servant leadership, and support. Those are kind of like my four. Um, a lot of times when you're growing and cultivating a team, um, you know, it's it's more about uh, the walk you walk than the talk you talk. And uh, let me say that again because it sounds silly, but it kind of matters. It is way more about the walk you walk than the talk you talk. And when I say the walk you walk, it really doesn't matter. You don't have to have a perfect walk because you'll never have a perfect walk. And the real accountability comes in the fact that if you can own that with your team, then they will love and respect you more for it. And that is tough because that takes accountability. It takes the moment of apologizing when you're wrong, um, admitting when you need to learn more, and listening when you should do less talking. Now in a podcast, of course, I'm going to talk a bunch, but ultimately I probably should be, you know, in the real world, we'd be listening more than just talking. So I'm going to kind of talk us through this, of course, and this is just my mere opinion of it, but um, it'll be fun to take other people's um, perspectives on this. And within our own church at Orchard, um, we have amazing ministry leaders, and it'll be fun to kind of just take the concept of leadership and invite each one of them to come and speak to you directly about how they succeed in leadership. I will be honest, many, many times I talk about this church because God has blessed it and God has blessed it an insurmountable amount. Um, there are so many amazing leaders, and I think a lot of them probably don't even know that they're amazing leaders, you know, but um, I think that the big part of why that it's so successful there might just be in the concept of um, uh, the the humility part of it, that they're willing to admit 
um, defeat and how do we get better? How do we roll up our sleeves and improve? Um, they're willing to learn. And so that, that really does matter. So if I was to break up four concepts in the way that I um, see things, I guess, uh, it would be motivation, respect, servant leadership, and support. Um, one, motivation. What is motivation? Um, you have to ask the people that you are leading. You know, it's nice to know each individual person what motivates them, right? Um, what's their why? Why are they serving? And what do they want to gain? And I know that might seem silly, but, you know, it, when you're growing a ministry and you're wanting your leaders to step up and, and feel like their opinion matters, then their opinion has to matter. You can't have a meeting, talk 35 minutes out of the 40 minutes, and and, you know, walk away thinking it was a success. Now, I get it. Sometimes some meetings are just a briefing and you're just updating people. But if you want to grow leaders, you ultimately need to know what their motivation is for serving with you. What's their why? And how do you help them gain that? Um, so that's the motivation, right? And, and many times, what you think is an obstacle is not... It's surprising so many times, many, many, many times people are more than capable and it'll be like a simple little roadblock like, hey, I can do all of this, but don't ask me to go on stage because if you ask me to go on stage, forget it. I can't do it. And that's when you as a leader need to walk alongside them and say, I get it. Let me help you in that. And once you can get them there, my gosh, gangbusters, right? They take off. So just something to think about is walking line alongside them. That's kind of like the discipleship mode um, when you're dealing with that first episode of um, that first level of motivation, right? To respect. And that's an interesting thing because when you're leading people, respect can sometimes in the other model when I was saying fear, you know, if you, if you mix up those two, you're done. You're fried, you're cooked, forget it. So in the levels of leadership, when you're thinking respect, it's not fear, okay? And it's not control. Respect kind of aligns with accountability. So when you make a mistake, you have to own up to it. When you um, are growing an idea, you have to have some level of vulnerability to let your team know, hey, I'm excited about this route we're going to go, but I can't guarantee you that there won't be little bumps in the road. And all I ask is that you bear with me. So it's not that everyone has to complain and you have to listen to every little gripe. I get that, right? But respect comes from just walking the walk. If it didn't go so well, own up to it. Apologize member up, regroup, move as a team. When you have your victories, you may be the leader, but when you have a victory, you need to come down the line and thank each and every one of those people who helped you get to that victory. Because camaraderie 
is a part that builds respect. Humility builds respect. Vulnerability builds respect. Um, so, you know, that's, that's a tricky little place to, to dabble in, but, um, you know, respect is definitely, um, an important part about building that climate and that culture that separates one team from another. So a team knows, you know, if they know their objective and they have seen you go through the good times and the bad, they've seen you be vulnerable as a leader and they have seen you, you know, be victorious and also be humble when you haven't been victorious. The type of buy-in that you have is insurmountable. Your team will do so much more than other teams. So, um, you know, motivation is one and respect is another. Servant leadership. That's an interesting term. Moving forward would be the concept of servant leadership. Leadership is um, such a multifaceted concept, right? And uh, there was a quote that I read. It was kind of anonymous, but it, it definitely was whoever wrote this quote uh, had a really amazing point. And it goes, leadership is not about being in charge. Leadership is about taking care of those in your charge. Servant leadership is all about making the goals clear and rolling your sleeves up and doing whatever it takes to help people win. In the situation, they don't work for you. You work for them. So let me say that again. They don't work for you. You work for them. And a lot of times I think we think we're squeezing blood out of a turnip, right? We have whatever deliverable action we need to do. And if you're put in charge, you think you have to figure out how to squeeze out the product. Well, that's one concept of leadership. But if you if you move forward in that way, you're probably really honestly getting maybe 20% of what you could get out of the as an outcome. Um, if you motivate people, what they produce is an orchard of fruit. So servant leadership is a concept that um, we could further kind of delve into and it would be fun to ask different ministries different churches what their concept of servant leadership is but i think that if we went into most leadership models with that concept um, we would produce way more fruit and then the last was support so um you put someone in a leadership role you motivate you earn their mutual respect you have a servant leadership mindset in that you are here to support whatever they need to be able to propel them forward to take on that legacy, right? Um, and, and so in that concept, support means that you may have stepped away from that role and done the, the handoff, the baton to the next person, but you're ultimately um, within a decent time frame, offering support and offering tools, and you're there as a resource to help that future leader grow and take off. Um, and whether that be in a divided, you know, just a portion role within a ministry, or if you're switching one ministry director to another, you have to have a, an accountability 
a comfort level that that new leader can come to you and you're going to continue and be a support for them for a period of time. And my suggestion is to be very clear about that period of time um, so that they know that you will be there as a support. Um, And that, I think, motivates people and comforts them in stepping into that role. Because ultimately, you know, a church needs to thrive. Ministries need to grow. And, And in my opinion, and I apologize if this, you know, offends anybody, but in, in my opinion, if, if you're a ministry leader and you have remained that ministry leader for more than three years, I, I would ask you to kind of evaluate a few things. One, in those three years, why, why haven't, you know, why hasn't someone else decided to step up and want to? take that position. Two, has your ministry grown? And three, could it possibly be that you yourself are a roadblock to the growth of that ministry? So uh, I'm a fan of of term limits. You know, Uh, I think that it doesn't mean that you aren't involved in your ministry anymore, but isn't, isn't it the purpose to grow fruit, right? And so if we're walking alongside our team, we're walking alongside our fellow church members, our whole purpose is to produce fruit. So um, I would ask, you know, go back and look within your team, within your ministry, and uh, have you produced fruit? If you haven't produced fruit, or you felt like you've been kind of in a stagnant um, growth cycle, then I would say, hey, maybe you should go back and and ask yourself a few questions. You know, where has that growth come from, and um, what have you done to to help it? So, it may seem really simple, and and it kind of is. It's it's very simple, but those for me are four so very very important things. You know, I would say pray about them, and and to be honest. It doesn't have to be just a ministry. You could use those four tools looking at your own um, family life and how you're growing um, your children's confidence, how you're growing in your independence, you know, what, what things you're taking on. But I would look at, you know, one, once again, what is your motivation behind taking that role, that position, that ministry, that job? What's your motivation behind it? Two, the leader you're going to work under, do you respect them? What would it take to respect them? Is there, you know, um, a conflict in that particular respect? Because maybe you don't want to take on that role. That's the other thing when you're assessing on the other side, whether you're going to step into that role, you know, that person's going to be your mentor. Do you respect them? If you don't, maybe you should rethink it. Um, you know, three, the servant leadership mindset, you know, where, what kind of a a role model are you? And also what kind of role model is your leader? So, um, servant leadership is such a, an amazing way to, to conceptualize what you expect out of a leader and what you could be out of a leader. And then that handoff, right? So the support, what support are you going to get going into that role? 
Will it help you be successful? Um, or as the leader, what support can you offer someone stepping into that role so that you're leaving a legacy that uh, infinitely grows that ministry? So um, that's just a little bit of insight into kind of how, you know, I don't know, I perceived leadership. Um, it'll be fun to pick other people's brains. And I hope that that gets you thinking for, you know, this time around. So take it easy. Thanks for listening. Reach Out Radio is made possible by listeners like you. Follow us on Facebook, YouTube, and OrchardChurch.life. Share us with a friend, and don't forget to tell someone about Jesus.